Hello, WSBL. Uh, we're back for another episode. It's been quite a long while. Um, <coughs> for the, uh, I believe this is episode number three of, uh, I don't even remember the name of the program. Oh, shoot. Um, <coughs> uh, I think it's basketball talk time was the thing that I called it. Um, episode number three, um, past two episodes, just because it's been a while, do a little rundown, um, kind of went over all the different players in the upcoming, or not upcoming, in the inaugural draft, um, went through point guards, talked about the point guards individually, and then compared, um, the builds for the different positions, uh, specifically for the point guards was the first thing. Um, with the four different types, uh, balanced, floor general, driver, sniper, um, <coughs> what their detailed differences were, uh, how everything broke down, um, and kind of like how the draft broke down uh, with the total number of people and uh, kind of the positions and who was where. Um, uh, a lot since happened. Uh, we had an entire season. Um, but yeah, I'm gonna still, I, I essentially typed out everything, um, to, uh, do this in regards to the people who are being drafted and, uh, comparing all of the, the shooting guards, um, in the league and the positions of who they were, um, what happened, um, and kind of how things break down. Um, I'll continue with that. Um, that style, um, I'll only be talking about season one or the people who were in, in the initial inaugural draft. Um, I may talk about people who are in the season two draft, um, but I might be lazy and just not do that. Um, yeah, um, at least for, for the, that part. Um, but yeah, as we talked about previously, um, there were, there you are, um, you're going to be able to, sorry for my click clacking and typing and stuff like that you might occasionally hear, um, uh, yeah, it's just something that is, uh, the way it is, um, like we had with the inaugural draft, there were 142 players in it. Um, there were uh, 31 shooting guards, which was the second most uh, behind point guards, which is what we talked about. Um, and there are, I believe, four different varying types of point guard. Um, and really starting out, there were uh, very specific type, like, very specific differences in, um, the different, uh, point guards, um, and the total number of point guards, uh, I'll go through, or not point guards, shooting guards, um, and they're really quite a wide range of differences, uh, thought they were really cool, um, but the distribution of the player base was actually pretty significant, um, which I was a little bit more surprised, uh, uh, the different shooting guard types were 3 and D, which there were 9 of in this upcoming draft. Score, which there were 12 of up in this upcoming draft. Spark plug, 
which there were only three of in the in the draft in the inaugural draft, and then seven uh, balanced shooting guards as well. Um, I believe there were position swaps that happened. Um, something that was really cool and really awesome, um, and I thought was really necessary just because nobody knew really what they were doing and no one knew what the sim was doing was um the everyone who's a rookie um has the ability to essentially redistribute their player into any way thing that they want uh, they can change positions in its entirety um change their playing style and their floor range in its entirety which um i think i'm very thankful of because uh, when creating a player, I had no idea what floor range and playing style and how, like, the archetype that I picked, um, would synergize or anti uh, have anti-synergy with my player, um, which is why my player sucked dick the entire season. It was kind of a liability, even though they were really good defensively, they were a liability out, uh, on their side, which... That was just purely because of floor range and then the decisions made out of that. Um, hopefully with the changes, um, team will be a little bit more successful. My player won't be a shitter. Um, but anyway, back to the different point guard types. Or point guards. Shooting guard types. That's going to be the hardest thing for me because point guard, shooting guard, uh, they for some reason I am pretty uh ridiculous about um but yeah starting off um we're gonna go with the the three and d just because i'm pretty sure that's how they're listed um i could be completely wrong um but um pretty much three and d uh it's a build that starts with the highest corner and uh break shooting uh, above the break shooting as a, a shooting guard. Um, I think it's the highest... Um, I think it's the highest a position can get at shooting threes with 140. Uh, besides maybe the... I think it's the sniper point guard. So I think the sniper point guard and the shooting uh, and the 3 and D uh, uh, shooting guard, I think they both have 140. Uh, as the ability. I'm actually just going to double check that because I can do that really quickly. Um, Player creation. Yeah, player templates. Perfect. Um, Uh, they even, okay, they even have higher, um, shooting abilities from above the break in the corner, uh, than, uh, than the sniper point guard, um, which is really impressive. Um, this is, if I were to make a, uh, uh, a shooting guard, I probably would create a 3 and D, just because how, uh, uh, unique their style is. They're really great at defense and they're really, really great at shooting threes. Uh, 
they start with one of the higher bases with uh, 80, um, which is the same as the sniper point guard. Um, but so the two of them start at the same. But as we get uh, into season two, season three, season four, um, I would really expect these to be extremely uh, strong and powerful um, players. Um, their weaknesses really come from scoring, or sorry, not scoring. Their weaknesses really come from uh, passing and handling, which their passing still gets to 40, um, which is doable, but really it's reliant on uh, issues. Um, issues surrounding uh, their passing and handling, and their scoring is really solid. Um, with the with that range being 50 to 80, which is really good. Um, yeah, uh, they're not very good inside the paint or in the restricted area. Uh, they have the ability to get up to 70, which is still really um, notable and pretty actually quite good. Um, but uh, starting out, they're kind of trash. They only really get up to uh, they start in the 30s, so they're they're really quite a liability. Um, when shooting twos, um, and their free throws are actually really quite good too. Um, free throws, um, I, I guess uh, the three and D actually starts with the highest of all the corner and break shooting, like I mentioned. Um, the next closest was the score, in addition to uh, which is the uh, second most created build um, starting off um, but it this is the premier three-point option uh, with with max stats your possibility of shooting percentage of 45% um, if height were a thing that were um, actually re relevant which I don't think it is because my player Spud Webb who's a short son bitch um, well, just like regular Spud Web, um, pay homage, um, is extremely short, and it does not seem to have impacted the percentage chance of my player having shots blocked, um, or anything like increasing takeaway chances or anything like that. So it appears that height. Uh, is purely cosmetic. I think weight might also be purely cosmetic as well, which I think is really cool. I think it's really fun. Um, but yeah, this has the maximum height that is actually the highest of um, point guards being, uh, or sorry, point guards higher two inches higher than uh, other shooting guards being at six foot seven. Um, and also their defense is just far superior to um, <laughs> any of the other ones, uh, any other builds uh, that are available for shooting guard. Um, like I said before, the areas where they're actually kind of weak at or weaker at is the passing and the handling, but even then they are not the worst of um, actually, they are. They are the worst. I was looking at the wrong ones. They are the worst of all the passing and handling. Um, their minimum passing and handling uh, starts at 20, and the maximum only gets to 30. So they really are, like, that's where they uh, 
uh, suck in the parts where they really are balanced by is um, the fact that playing style requires you to have a passing of 60. Um, if for some reason the league were to ever change that where um, the sh shooting guards um, can change their uh, change their either playing styles so that passing was did not require to be at least 61 um, these would just instantly become the most overpowered thing in the entire league I would imagine um, now um, one of the big changes that uh, was talked about and is happening is p basketball IQ um, is actually being changed to discipline which should impact apparently basketball IQ really didn't have an impact or an influence in people fouling um, these this will actually be really really good because it will force or in theory it will force these players to put attributes into discipline uh, otherwise these scoring type players will foul out super quickly and s very easily um, or they should in theory uh, I don't know if that'll actually matter it'll it's, it's honestly a really really cool dynamic that uh, the league is added um, like I said the weaknesses for this build is possession on the court and passing so that the player in the early stages of the sim will be a liability until they have higher TP number and increasing their shooting percentage above the break-in in the corner greater than 33% which is 99 or higher um, you'll say like um, I also put in the initial notes of if basketball IQ is important then this player will have a rough start which it wasn't so those players really didn't suffer um, now if discipline is super important to the sim uh, these players are probably fucked and they're gonna foul out in most situations and games um, um, yeah that's my thought on uh, the uh, 3 and D position um, they're really going to be really good season 2, 3, 4, and so on uh, when you get those large amounts of TPE. Um, if for some reason the counter to this is actually just having uh, players with high stealing match up against them or really good at defense, uh, that's a possibility just because of how poor they are at handling and passing. That could just be the kryptonite for these players, but yeah, these players... Um, they're going to be really important for uh, uh, three-point uh, primary offenses. Um, next, we'll go into the score shooting guard. Um, this uh, shooting guard is far more successful starting out at um, two points. Uh, there. Um, their build is actually just significantly better uh, starting out for a year one. Um, I didn't actually look at this, but uh, how many scores there were. Score was the most, which leads me to believe that everyone had the perception or the view that um, this uh, the score build was actually the most bang for your buck. 
um, uh, yeah, um, it has the worst starting defender and has the lowest defensive potential for a shooting guard, um, but, uh, it, it's definitely a one-way player, um, even when you have a c complete build, you should expect this player to shoot about 55% inside the paint, um, and for layups and things like that, so, um, but uh, about 45% from mid-range, um, I wouldn't expect much from the score, um, from above the break, um, but this player should actually be shooting about 40% when builds are maxed, um, from the corner, um, so playing the score as a, like, in the point guard position in the sim, because shooting guards can play as point guards or be at least positioned as point guards, um, that might actually shoot them in the foot, or shoot those teams in the foot, just because, um, it reduces the effectiveness, or the effectiveness of that is difference of 5%, which can really be massive across a season, or a game, or, um, for, like, chances. Um, I think the score, or my thought was that scores would actually be really, really successful in the early stages of the game because of how high their restricted A area is and their inside paint and their mid-range, depending upon their uh, floor range or playing style. I think it's playing style and floor range. Um, these players will be extremely dominant in the early stages of the league, but um, because of how poor their handling is and their passing, uh, they do end up getting better passing and handling so than the 3 and D, but their defense is something that um, could need a little bit of a change to stay relevant um, in the league. Oh just because their defender gets up to 30, which is, depending upon how that operates or works in the sim, it, you might be able to get away with one of those on your roster or on the floor at a time, um, if you have some defensive support, um, but, um, I think down the line they're gonna, they, they're gonna be kind of a, a more of a rough, um, role to have, position to have. Um, next I'll talk about the balanced one, which, yay, balanced, woo, balanced. Um, it's exactly what it sounds. It has, uh, the big thing, or the big advantage of this is like the spark plug. It has the basketball IQ, which is now discipline, um, potential of 90. Um, with a little bit worse, uh, quite a bit worse, um, interior shooting percentage than the spark plug, um, which I guess I should talk about the spark plug, um, I'll get to them next time, while having a, a middle ground of shooting, um, above the paint, they're really balanced, they have the potential of shooting 105, or yeah, hitting a maximum of 105, uh, this is really very quite similar to the balanced point guard uh, when it comes to shooting. Um, 
it might just honestly be a cookie cutter copy um, with the uh, uh, it's a little different inside paint um, very very similar to the inside shooter or the balance point guard um, um, where they're weak with the only difference being uh, inside the paint um, the range is 40 to 85 which is a little bit different uh, than the balanced point guard um, scoring starts pretty much the same uh, passing and handling is also the major difference between the two of them um, defense is really quite good for this uh, for balanced shooting guard um, uh, but the real uh, strength of balanced shooting guards is their presence on the boards uh, they have the highest defensive rebound potential being 75 um, where the next closest is shooting guards with uh, 50 for defensive boards and uh, their offensive rebounds are 70 which is still 10 higher than the spark plug and I believe that's 30, yeah, that's 30 higher than the 3 and D. 3 and D's can't, can't board for shit. Um, and 20 above the score, which is pretty nuts. Um, yeah. Um, yeah, I'm very curious if as the shooting percentages get higher and higher, uh, what the importance of rebounding will be. Um, I mean, I'm sure it'll still be important, but uh, I would imagine that the amount of rebounds that w occurred last season might actually be a record because of the shooting percentages of those teams. Uh, I mean, I could be completely wrong, but that's just my thought. More missed shots equals more rebounds equals more um, just crazy stats for those people than those players. Um, anyway, the last sh uh, shooting guard is the spark plug. Uh, I call I called them the uh, real Gruden grinders uh, from the positional thing. Uh, whereas compared to scorers starting out, the main difference between a spark plug and the score is that spark plugs uh, should be way better than a score, and that score should be slightly better f from like uh, like scores and spark plugs. They actually have the very they pretty much have the same uh, the pretty much the same exact uh, restricted area paint mid-range starting out um, with inside paint and mid-range flip-flopped um, by a percentage of three roughly um, but uh, their their defense is just significantly better and their potential for handling is significantly better too um, their passing is actually still pretty shit at that 40 with the maximum, which is a real concern. Um, I'm curious if there are like breakpoints um, for this in the past where uh, I don't 
I kind of, it's really obvious why nobody picks spark plugs. The only person or people who would pick spark plugs, they really did it because they wanted the ability to shoot really well for from like uh, two-point areas and stuff like that, um, while also kind of being more of an in-the-paint type of player. Um, but also have like okay rebounds. Um, the, the big advantage of that player is actually the stealing. Uh, I think they're the highest stealing uh, shooting guard of all of the players, or the potential with having 80 uh, stealing. But like their defenders, like their defender score, the defender potential is worse than the 3 and D, which at least you get some sort of unique characteristic with the 3 and D. Uh, you get some sort of unique characteristic with the scorer shooting guard. I mean, you're good at scoring and you don't play D. Uh, and then the balance is essentially just a better version of the spark plug, in my opinion, I would imagine, unless you really, really wanted to go for uh, stealing. But even then, I don't think the balance sheet... I, 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 I just fail to see any advantages of the spark, of the spark plug shooting guard. Uh, uh, it, like I said before, it might be different now that discipline is a thing. It might be really important to have that stat <coughs> um, where you start with a significantly higher discipline uh, than all the other uh, shooting guard positions. Um, with exception to balance, balance actually starts better. Um, but even then, it's just like the obvious reason why no only three people pick spark plug is because the position just it it lacks a unique quality that sets it aside itself aside from the others. It just feels like a worse version of a balanced shooting guard. Um, all the way around, um, even at like top points in perspective, it would be a little bit different if it ended up getting something like the highest passing of everything, or it had like slightly higher inside the paint, like the best inside the paint of anything uh, for a shooting guard. Um, just really kind of shit, and. Is really kind of a bummer um, to see. Um, uh, yeah, player. I'll start off with the spark plugs and players and things like that. Um, talk about them a little bit. Uh, I don't know if I'm gonna go through everyone in this one. I might keep this one a shorter one, uh, even though it's two times media, uh, just because I'm tired and. I got other stuff I need to do, um, but I'll try and stick around. Um, yeah, there were some really, really good shooting guards that were taken in this draft. Um, I think shooting guard actually had the most selections in the first round with...
it was the second most uh, selections in the first round uh, behind point guards, which makes sense. There were just more point guards, and teams kind of needed to solidify their point guard position. Um, first shooting guard off the board was uh, Bailey, which is co-creator of this league, which makes complete sense. Um, I can't remember. Yeah, Bailey was the second player off the board with a shooting guard. Um, I think that's the New York Hookers. Um, yeah, Veronica Baker. Um, player type is a scorer shooting guard, so um, they really start with the highest interior stuff. Um, the stat that this player ended up choosing to go after um, the most was scoring, um, so they're taking a ton of shots, but their percentage shots are pretty weird and pretty balanced. Their floor range is split, uh, mainly between, pretty much the three ways, between mid-range corner and above the break. Um, and catch and shoot and pull-up jumper are, like, their primary playing styles. Um... We're just going to assume everyone has 60 pass, and then one in drive and pass, and one in drive and shoot. Um, and I'll mention if something else happens. Um, I'm really surprised with this playing style in this floor range um, for the score, just because um, it would make more sense for you to just be a 3 and D type player um, <coughs> if you're going to emphasize on mid-range corner and above the break and not double down into the restricted area inside the paint um, lifestyle. A uh, big focus stat-wise I guess I should also mention was uh, mid-range and corner. Um, those were pretty big um, when it comes to shooting. So like scoring was a big one, corner was the next biggest, and then it's like mid-range shot above the break um yeah player identity i i think that that's really the big thing holding this player back um from really being optimal or optimized um i think they would be better off as a three and d type of player with what uh i'm seeing what they want from a playing style and what they want floor range it'll be really interesting to see what they do with it they're passing is shit they're handling is shit their base default, which is 2020, um, <coughs> on those, um, which I would actually encourage people if you can, uh, because your player tendencies as default are at least 60% of the time your playing style is going to be passing. Uh, if you have any of the uh, player attributes that can go into passing um, to get them up to 40 or something like that, it's literally 20 TP. That shit is free, um, and it will make your player way more reliable. Um, personally, I don't want you to do that because it will make my players steal less and uh, get more turnovers and stuff like that defensively um, if these people don't have these things. So by all means, keep uh, putting things into those positions. Um, it's just something that I noticed. Um, uh, next, uh, player off the block went to the, uh, New Jersey, uh, um, 
blackjacks. Um, that's I am SLM uh, 22. Um, I am SLM. Uh, they are a. Uh, one second, let me look at this player. They are a. Uh, they were a 3 and D type player, um, which that can be a really good one. Um, like I said, very defined characteristics, very um, defined parameters. Um, oh, I guess he was a shooting guard. I guess he was a shorter score. Huh. Interesting. I was just looking at uh, the way other people were in the MVPs and stuff like that. Um, anyway, um, Blackjack player, um, uh, Justin Slimber Slimberlake. Uh, they're someone who's gotten to 200 TPE, um, which really makes you kind of question the uh, first round pick, or top three pick. I hope they've been very, very, um, I hope they've been really, really good for them. Uh, three and eight, like I said before, uh, really great base stats for defensive stuff. Um, the one that I'm really kind of surprised about is that they don't have their blocking up to 50 just because of how much of an emphasis that they have on stealing. It seems like a terribly inefficient use of attributes and stats. Um, other thing is that they're kind of splitting their talents or their attributes between above the break and corner. Um, I would imagine... It, you'd want to focus more on like one thing and like have that be your uh, be your spot and like that's just the role and place that you play. Um, I'm pretty sure. Oh, where did he get drafted to? Uh, Agent Smith's player. I'm pretty sure he specializes in one area. He's a scorer point guard, which is essentially is a shooting guard. Um, for Frick's sake. Um, maybe he's a golden unicorn. He's not a golden unicorn. What the heck? Where are you? Are you in Ontario? I don't think you are. I think you're in like Spain or some shit. I thought you were in Spain. Madrid Matador. Yes, that's what I'm looking for. Um, one time legendary three pointer motherfucker. Actually, uh, shoutouts to the Matadors, the Madrid Matadors. Uh, they kind of look like they crushed um, exp 
expansion when it comes to just overall TP of players and teams uh, compared to the other expansions. Uh, I'm pretty sure their roster is better than Carolina's when it comes to distribution of TPE and uh, stuff like that. So uh, people saying that uh, the expansion teams were going to get fucked because of the rosters and stuff. This expansion was extremely favored to the expansion teams, I think. Um, just with who they could take. Um, and what was available. Yeah, these expansion teams are actually pretty good. Um, pretty balanced. Um, almost too good. Um, yeah, like, yeah, yeah, this was a, this was really an expansion team favorite thing, especially with them getting the first overall pick. I was really disappointed, sorry, uh, fucking shiny object looking ass me. Um, I was really, really disappointed that it didn't go into a lottery. Um, for the six expansion teams and the, uh, two worst performing teams, um, I think it was kind of fucked that you had an expansion that was really, really favorable for the expansion teams. And, uh, they also got the first pick in the entire draft, um, over the two teams that were kind of bona fide shitters. Um, that's pretty weird. Um, like, just all you have to do is look at, like, the Carolina Reapers team and just do a, t a mathematics of TP. And it's like, oh, yeah, uh, they got dicked by. Ex I don't know if, who they lost in expansion or what players they had in expansion, but if you compare it to, like, Falcons, uh, the difference in TP is probably an entire 300 TP player, which is pretty nuts. Um, it's extremely nuts, actually. Um, um, yeah. Uh, anyway, back to that thing, thingamajig. Um, back to talking about scoring guards. Um, yeah. IMSLM, they're kind of just chilling. Uh, I don't know if they're still active and they just don't use stuff, or if they're just really, just truly vibing. Oh yeah, they're hanging around. They just might not have money or anything like that, or they just have a big update that they haven't put in. So they could, they could be pretty good. Um, I guess I could check because regular season, most people put in their updates for the regular season. Um, maybe they're backup. Maybe they're benched. Perma bench. Unlucky. Um, oh yeah, that's a big fucking dick update. Yeah, yeah, okay. I take back the disrespect that I said. Yeah, uh, okay, yeah. Uh, SLM's just gonna be fucking cracked. Um, <coughs> He's he's gonna be a beast from shooting from the corner and uh yeah uh big ass update I am big surprised um 
Good for them. Good for them. Um, anyway, uh, careful what you say, kids. Um, careful what you say. Um, I'm really glad that they're not bad. Um, and not a bust. Um, imagine, like, third overall, not, like, just not do anything that would be ridiculous um you kids in your bulk tp or any i don't understand how you uh can keep track of all of your stuff on this jchank site i cannot keep track of or keep log of like what i posted when and all that jazz like I don't know, maybe I'm just a novice, because the site just feels like shit, um, comparative to, like, I just don't know where to view your last posts, or what you posted, um, my, my big knowledge of the site is, like, it's just, uh, you go to your name, and then it shows, like, when you go to your posts, it just shows... One, two, three, four, five. It shows your last five posts you did, which, um, maybe I'm just dumb. I could just be that. Um, whatever. Um, anyway, um, doing no I lost my page this is a disaster there's too many tabs open oh no panic panic alright I think I got it draft drafts alright cool um, yeah, the next, uh, shooting guard selected was actually, um, not until 14, which was Franklin Fitzgerald, which is Momentum Mori. Uh, they are someone who's been very, very active in, um, the SHL, which is a really good parallel to have, uh, player who's super active in the SHL just because there's just so much crossover between the two leagues. Um, I'm pretty sure that Momentum Murray was someone who uh, was designated as a scorer. Um, they did what I would hope they would do and committed to not uh, doing anything defensively. And they have just doubled down and be the corner shooter. Uh, they have uh, them paired with, um, I believe it's Toman's player. Um, Mentamori is the corner shooter, and Constantine Selich is above the break, like a motherfucker. Yeah, yeah, he's already maxed out. 
hit above the break and max out his scoring. Um, I would expect Toman's player to be shooting 40% uh, um, from above the break, and Momentum Mori's player to be shooting 40% from the corner. And uh, that team is actually just going to be nuts. Um, I'm not sure there's any other team that is going to outperform them. Um, yeah, I, I really just don't think there's going to be any other team that outperforms them. Uh, I could definitely see them repeating, um, just because of how specialized they are. Um, I think the only way that you can actually potentially do better than that is if you have a three and D players and they end up having maxed yeah I think you have to have three and D players and they have to have their max respective of above the break or corners um, but I'm not sure that you can have a oh yeah you can they're shooting guard um, yeah you can have them there um, the potential thing that actually um, might get these players is discipline. They have lower discipline, and if compared to IQ, discipline is super important. Um, these players might actually uh, foul out, and that might be the kryptonite. Um, <coughs> scoring really ought to be reevaluated. Um, I, I imagine for scores, just because of maybe it's good that they have uh, it just feels like a defined weakness needs to be had for these players and maybe the thought is passing and handling is the defined weakness but it's just maybe it's the reality of actual basketball where uh, you just have players that are uh, don't play defense and defense doesn't matter because score ball 40% of time equals dub um, I'd be really surprised if any other team like f first seasons it's close series because um, the orcas had really uh, They were only shooting probably like 30% from three, but now that they have maxed above max corner and like Tumman's players max above the break, um, I'd be really surprised if those players weren't just god mode in the playoffs and like MVP. Um, if they're not, then that's good. For some reason, I don't see it. Um, they're really well specialized, really great shooting guards. The combination of those two, and um, yeah, it makes complete sense. Um, the last shooting guard taken uh, was by Mexico City uh, Quetzals or whatever. I'm calling them the Pretzels. I don't give a shit. Um, Mexico City Pretzels. Uh, they were the last uh, shooting guard taken in the first round um that was the cc um and i hate
talking shit, but I love talking shit at the same time. But uh, when that pick happened, it was almost certain that that team was going to struggle. Um, I'm glad that they, they... It was just really surprising and really out there. Um, even though the CC is an amazing person and did really good, um, at the time it was really, really surprising. Um, it was just really, really surprising. Um, uh, for a first round pick, kind of weird. Um, just considering who the audience is there. Um, the fact that they could have, uh, selected legendary, uh, the fact, what, what's the fucking meme? The fact that SD core was still available, biggest surprise. Uh, <laughs> I mean, no, that, that was just a joke from SLM, um, which is still probably one of my favorite medias. Um, but yeah, SD core's player was a real big surprise. Uh, not SD cores. Uh, the CC's player was a really big surprise. Um, not really much more to say about that. Um, missing buckets. Uh, okay. Um, <coughs> next uh, shooting guard was J Steel 14, which is Reggie Allen. I mean. Uh, not much to say. That guy's a beast. Um, I don't actually know anything about them. Um, <coughs> Reggie Allen is a 3 and D uh, type scorer. Um, <coughs> I should have just done this by team. That would have been way easier. Fuck. Um, <coughs> anyway. Um, shoot. use a TP tracker that would actually be way easier I would hope um, tracker that is not what I want links tools let's go to tools player list Ooh. Oh, okay, there we go. Um, shout outs to eighty two. Um, what a beast. Um, Oh, nice. High stick king. Guy's great. Um, <coughs> do I just, uh, position? There we go. Let me fill it in. Ooh, this is actually the first time I'm looking at it, and the TP tracker is actually pretty nice. little slow, but we uh, take take what we can get. 
Um, yeah, Franklin Fitzgerald, kind of a beast, top of the class from the shooting guard perspective. Was taken in the first round, totally deserved. Um, makes complete sense. The big surprise for me was actually oh, Budge. Computer slow. Um, oh, did I do this? Tabs. Draft. Sorry for the delay. Dude Man. Oh, Dude Man was taken. Okay. So Dude Man was taken nine overall. He was a point guard. He's actually since switched to shooting guard, uh, which is pretty cool. Big dynamic. Swap. Um, I guess I'll talk about Dude Man of Austin Vaqueros. I assume he's still on the roster. Yay. Um, whoa. Okay, yeah. Him numbers. Really a solid starting five. Um, I feel like they lost a person or two to expansion. Um, Dude Man. A little bit of a pivot because he was a point guard and now a shooting guard. Um, he's 3 and D. Um, his emphasis has definitely been on uh, the corner. Shoot shots from the corner. Um, really quite insane stat. Uh, got that up to 105 and the above the break is 90. Um, the It's really interesting. Uh, his big thing is catch and shoot which, um, I assume he's not a point guard or anything like that, um, or ever taking the ball up the court, which makes sense because handling and passing is trash, uh, capped at 30, um, which is really the big nerf, uh, for this type of player, um, yeah, I'm, like I said, I'm really excited to see how these players or these builds work out with now that it's discipline instead of basketball IQ and if discipline's at 30, if that's really punishing. Fuck, if, even if discipline's at like 50 or 60, is that really punishing for things like for players who are like drive, driving point guards, like players that really go to hold, like there's really quite a big shift that such a small, simple thing. Um, has the potential to cause, um, which I'm here for, I think that's cool, I think, um, that's the way it should be, um, yeah, good for Dude Man, um, uh, ignoring Dude Man, we have, uh, Air Bud, which Air Bud was a 3 and D type player, fudge, I I really needed to change things. Airbud was the Seattle Orca. Um, I'm just going down the list now. I don't care. I am almost certain that they were exposed in expansion. Um, holy smokes. Airbud. 
yeah, Air Bud, Shooting Guard, 3ND, Last Birdman, Edinburgh. Yeah, so they were expanded, they were exposed, which makes complete sense. Um, not necessarily a max earner, but pretty fucking good. Um, Birdman's kind of putting in work. Um, okay, yeah, they're they're pretty good. They're gonna be really solid. Um, went the route of getting defensive rebounds max, passing and handling max, just being kind of an all-around player. Um, really early. Um, even though their passing and handling is kind of shit still, just because it's thirties. Um. You're going to see a lot of these players really just emphasis on splitting, which I actually think is suboptimal for the player um, to be splitting. Um, with Birdman, I don't actually know what their player tendencies are. They didn't actually put it anywhere. Um, yeah, that's that's all i got to say about that. Um best player in expansion, really great person. Um, we'll see how it plays out. Um, why did I choose Birdman? Because he was next on my list. Uh, next we have Junie Panda, which is Junipt. Uh, they're balanced. Uh, uh, Junie Panda was selected in the 8th round by the Carolina Reapers. I don't know if they're still on that team. Um... I actually think they were had a position slot. Yeah, their shooting guard. Uh, this is one of the players that just didn't pan out. Makes complete sense. They were a really late around pick, um, which just it just makes sense. Um, Genie Panda is it's hard to compare uh, Genie to anyone else just because of how much of a separation there is in TPE. And this is actually one of the things or problems that I I, I think makes sense with the league. Um, and I don't know if it's an obstacle that will actually be addressed or it's just kind of like tough titties. Um, there's going to be such a separation from Season 1 players to Season 2 players to Season 3 players um, that because of the lack of pressure to have draft to be drafting newer or younger players uh, you're having these full rosters of 300 TPE players um, you can see it on the expansion teams 300 TPE players um, instead of maybe 360 for the expansion teams they're like 320 for the expansion teams um, which is still really fucking good um, but the uh, ability to get these younger classes engaged I think is going to be one of the harder ones to do um, I don't know how you solve that um, one of the things I actually didn't like was the double training um, it's a cool idea it's a cool concept to try and like catch up teams or catch up players and like really make the budget uh, tighter um, I don't actually think it's really helpful starting out. Um, 
I actually think it's kind of detrimental starting out. Um, it might be better down the line because it you might have dumbass players like me be like, oh, I want the highest TP possible. I'm going to go to a team that has nobody else on it because they're just working with less of budget. Um, <coughs> I don't think that's the case. Um, I think the salary cap is pretty, pretty uh, weak starting out. I'd say weak starting out. Um, I wish it were something that kind of like started actually at like 15 mil and then grew into 30 mil like over three or four seasons like kind of as the player base got larger and as teams got larger um, maybe even 25 um, just because that's the easiest way to spread uh, uh, salary cap's the easiest way to distribute or spread player bases to have balanced games or have balanced teams and things like that um, that I know of um, might be completely different um, but yeah uh, this was a really all over wonky just because it's been so long set things up um, I have a lot more shooting guards to talk about um, a lot of things to talk about. Uh, a lot of weird nuances in this sim. Um, and the more I know, the more I know I don't know shit. Um, so, uh, shoutouts to anyone who does strategies and stuff like that. Keep on doing great. Um, I'm going to peace out. Um, yeah. It'll be really interesting to see how the league evolves and whether or not uh, teams with like direct, like clear directions, uh, like a Vancouver, um, will continue to be as solid as they have been. Um, it'll also be really interesting to see the effects of the discipline stat change and whether or not that actually matters. I hope it matters. That'd be pretty cool. Um, anyway, uh, I hope you have a great whatever time it is when you listen to this, and, uh, I'll catch you guys in the next episode. Bye.